Listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Jordan Harms. Hey, thanks for sitting in today, Jordan. Sure. We are excited to introduce someone new, kind of new, at the LCMS International Center, serving in a new capacity. So we'll share that story with you in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon. Joining us today, Dr. Alan Freeman, Director of LCMS Schools. Dr. Freeman, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Great to be with you. You are serving in a new capacity here at the LCMS International Center with LCMS Schools, now serving as Director of School Ministry. Let's talk about your path to serving in this capacity. You've served in in leadership and in schools in, in a variety of places. Tell us about the journey to, first, let's start with your journey into church work and an educator. Well, that is an interesting journey. So I went to Concordia University, Nebraska, and got my degree in secondary education, social sciences, and really did not necessarily plan on going into church work, and instead figured I would go into maybe politics or the law, something else, and had a, an interesting journey becoming a Lutheran school teacher. Very much encouraged by one of my professors, Jerry Faby, who encouraged a lot of people at Concordia, Nebraska. And great professors there and just so happened that there was an open position that I found about found out about from one of my college roommates in Baltimore Maryland and ended up at a wedding kind of interviewing for that position (laughs) and said sure I'll go to the East Coast and have some fun and see what it's like in the Baltimore area and be surrounded by history and politics thought maybe it'd be a, a year or two and 23 years later, I went from there to the Missouri District <laughs> to be education executive. So while in Baltimore, I was at, at the high school there, Baltimore Lutheran School. is now Concordia Preparatory School. I was a social studies teacher and then served as the upper school principal and for the last several years served as head of school. Then accepted a call to be the education executive for the Missouri District. Served there for six years and then received a call to be associate director of LCMS School Ministry and came to the LCMS January of 2022 and now received a call in December of 2022 to be director of LCMS School Ministry. So serving for the last couple months in this new role and it is uh, just an exciting time for Lutheran schools, a great time to be in ministry, a strange path a little bit to get there and a story that would last many coffee hours, but just an amazing journey as we all see God taking us on that journey and never by the the way we necessarily think that we're going to go, but he puts us exactly where we need to be and where we need to be to do his work. I was going to say, it kind of sounds like a fast track there at the end suddenly. Like, oh, I'm doing this, now I'm doing this, now I'm doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fast track, a winding track. Yes. (laughs) All different kinds of things, but a a great joy to be in service to him in so many different ways and the interactions of the people that come into your life Mm -hmm. throughout that time period. And met my wife while, while I was teaching in Baltimore. She was also a teacher at Baltimore Lutheran. So we go back quite a ways to those days, and she is also here at the LCMS in life ministry. Very cool. 
Would you say that you said you started out with a really big interest in politics? Do you think your political itch is still getting scratched <laughs> doing all this school <laughs> district stuff? Yes, I, I think it. I think it is, especially with so many things going on with schools, especially today, voucher mm-hmm. programs and scholarship granting organizations. And when I was in the Missouri district, I served as president of the Missouri Council of American Private Education. So wow involved in in some of those legislative areas and so no pressure uh, at all yeah there's you know <laughs> there, there's never any pressure right? right i mean there's there's never pressure just excitement and great interactions i mean I, I think it helps with that knowledge of the political world let's say of navigating things whether they be um at the level of an ed exec or an administrator, it all comes down to relationships and people and those interactions and knowing how to handle the various situations that you are involved in. Politics can be fun. and Can be. Th- this, is, <laughs> this is also fun and exciting. Yeah. Well, that sort of leads us right into the next talking point. What would you say is the work of LCMS schools, plural, like just in general? Yeah. The, Christ-centered education of excellence is a Lutheran school ministry, right? That's what we're concentrated on, and and that's what we're called to do from early childhood through high school, in our case, and then also prayerfully sending them off to colleges. Mm. And as many of my colleagues always say, providing the next generation of Christian leaders that we desperately need. Our country is at a at a point in time, and we always say this, I think, where we need individuals to step up and step in. A, point in time where we need to have our foundation strong and based on God's word mm-hmm. and God's direction. And that's what Lutheran schools do. We use we used to uh, say in Baltimore, and I think most Lutheran schools say, sin does not get wiped off at the door when you enter into the school, but we recognize that sin is there and we provide that great benefit of the gospel message to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. The fact that we are all sinful people and through him we are saved. And that's what our Lutheran schools do so that you can encounter the world and you are in the world, but not of the world. We provide that foundation through Christian education so that people can go on and serve him whatever vocation you are called to do. How many, you might've mentioned this earlier, how many schools do we have in the LCMS? Yeah, normally I mentioned that. I didn't mention it yet. 1,855 early childhood through high school. We have wow. almost, well, just over 21,000 educators, 21,345 educators and over 160,000 students. We are quite a large school system, the largest Protestant school system in the United States. We give thanks to all of the church workers that are out there, those in our schools, the families who are sending their students to our schools, and the students that each and every day are participating, not only in the classroom, but not all the co-curricular activities that we have going on, and the impact they have on the community as well. Our students who are out there representing our schools, whether it just be everyday interactions or through serving events, Mm. athletics, drama productions, you name it. We get a, a a, a great job of spreading the gospel message in so many different ways. How does your office, LCMS School Ministry, here at the LCMS International Center, support schools and districts in in their efforts for the Lutheran education? Yeah, we like to say that we provide resources, collaborative opportunities. We also provide accreditation 
for our Lutheran schools that many participate in. So we bring people together and we figure out how best to provide the resources for them to do their work, to do their ministry in the school setting. A multitude of ways. We also provide interaction opportunities on our social media, much like you're doing here in this program. Bringing people together, sharing ideas, sharing thoughts, celebrating with them, affirming their work that they're doing, and hopefully providing those resources that when they step into the classroom or what they do every day at the school outside of the classroom as well, that they have a place to go find what they need to do that work well. You said you're one of the biggest, or we are the biggest, I guess, Protestant school system. School system. Yes. How does that relate to other other Protestant and Christian school districts? Like, what what's the relationship there between the st- distinctly LCMS Lutheran? Yeah, so there are are a lot of other groups that are out there, Association of Christian Schools International, Mm -hmm. say that their compilation of schools is larger than ours, but as a system, you know, we have one one system that's organized. There's Christian Schools International as well, another organization, so there's a multitude. We do collaborate, we talk to one another. Sure. They have accrediting organizations as well, or as part of their organization, they do accredit Christian schools. We come together, especially through the Council of American Private Education. Okay. Uh, many of us yeah. who are directors of one of these Christian organizations serve on the, the CAPE board, where we talk about issues, legislation, societal concerns, whatever the case may be, that are impacting all of our Christian schools in some mm-hmm. way. And Catholic schools also are part of CAPE, Jewish schools. That was another question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we talk with and amongst one another, uh, sure. figure out how we how we can be the best that we're called to be as schools. Yeah, sort of collectively. Then, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You get together, and it's a great opportunity to bounce thoughts and mm-hmm. ideas off of one another to make sure that you are aware of what's going on. Because we all know sometimes we think we know what's going on, but we don't know completely what's happening out there. Speak especially for yourself. I always know what's going on. I'm well, I, I know you do. I, I see all the notes there on your phone, so you, yeah. you're just calling them up one by one. Sometimes people think that you do, and you really don't. Mm-hmm. So it's a great time and a safe space, I would say, too, to ask those questions. That's great. And to share with one another. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to in your role, your new role? I'm Relatively looking, new, right? End of last year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so a couple months in. The same thing I always look forward to, and that is helping administrators, educators, students, you know, to thrive. Mm. A lot of what we do is is we work with our education executives out in the 35 LCMS districts. Again, we provide resources, collaborative opportunities, and gaining feedback, too. One of the things that we've been working on is surveying, surveying our teachers, our education executives, our administrators, finding out. How can we help you? What do you really need? What are your thoughts? What are the improvements we need as a system? What's going well that we can celebrate? Which there's none, right? Improvements. Everything's yeah, perfect. exactly. It's always perfect, <laughs> yeah. right? We know that. That's the thing about education. It's always changing. You yep. know, something's always going on. As an educator, I never taught the same lesson the same way hmm. from year to year, nor did I have the same students in my class from year to year. So you have to adapt to that. It's constantly adapting and realizing the students mm-hmm. you have and how to best reach and educate them on uh, the same thing with our schools you know how can we create the school in the best way we possibly can to share that gospel message to get it out in the community to make it happen in our school in the classroom so it, it's always exciting times i don't know how it cannot put a smile on your face to always be interacting 
with educators and students and administrators excitedly knowing that you are spreading the gospel message in Christ-centered environments of excellence. And let's be honest, educators have some of the best professional development and conferences around. So there's that, right? (laughs) Yeah. If you go to an educator's conference, you cannot help but have fun and enjoyment. (laughs) That's right. We are talking with Dr. Al Freeman, director of LCMS School Ministry. We'll learn more in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Jordan Harms. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Jordan Harms. Today we are meeting Dr. Al Freeman, Director of LCMS School Ministry. Now, a little bit ago, we were talking about some of the things you get to do in in your office as LCMS School Ministry. And you mentioned one thing in there that I want to come back to, and that is accreditation being part of LCMS School Ministry. What does accreditation mean for the LCMS schools today? Yeah, that's a, it's a significant portion of what we do in LCMS school ministry. So accreditation is something that occurs every five years for a school. A school does a self-study to examine the various standards of your school and how you are achieving, excelling in those areas. So it's a self-reflection. <laughs> and then once you go through the self-study in areas such as curriculum and instruction, facilities, and most importantly, your mission statement, your purpose as a school, surveying your constituents from parents and educators and students and getting feedback from them. A validation team comes in, comprised of educators and administrators. They look at your self-study. They take and score your self-study based on the evidence that you've provided on each of these standards, see where they might align or maybe where they feel a little bit differently. And then out of that, you're given that feedback. The feedback comes to the national office and to our national accreditation commission and ultimately decision is made to continue that accreditation in good standing or if there's something that needs to be worked on for the future. I always say it's a process affirming all the great things that a school is doing, urging you to continue those great items. Also pointing out areas for growth because we all know we need to grow. That's why we have schools, Again, right? Again, speak for yourself. No. <laughs> exactly. I was going to suggest a validation team for Jordan, but apparently he doesn't need well, that. Well, no, so I, I need a whole Jordan team. when I said that. Yes. So I, I said when we you need to grow, and I just happened to glance at Jordan, and he, he feels as though he's all set for the future, so that's awesome. But our schools constantly are looking to improve. And it's a great way, too, to lift up if a school is doing something just amazing and outstanding and needs to be shared with other schools because they could take that on, what we call powerful or best practices. We want to make sure that we get that out of the accreditation visit Mm -hmm. as well. And that's part of what we do in school ministry is we share that then with other Lutheran schools and we point them in the direction of that school. We might have the school that has this best practice do a, a Zoom event or some kind of a session for other schools to talk about that best practice so Mm -hmm. others can implement it as well. 
Okay, so I know we have to move on to lightning round, but we, we've r- got really quick. I know, I know. I, I, just, I, I might oust, oust myself here a little bit, but I was homeschooled, So, yes. but I was raised Lutheran. I was curious, what distinctly Lutheran things are there in an LCMS school system or an LCMS school? Like, is there a chapel or is it just, uh, hey, here's here's how you're Lutheran, which is different from all of these other Protestant Christian schools, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I always say that you walk in to a Lutheran school, you know it's Lutheran right away. Okay. And we have a lot of families that are not coming from Lutheran backgrounds that will send their children to Lutheran schools. Interesting. And often on their initial visit, you know, to come and experience the school and see if that's where they want to send their child, at the end of the visit, they will often say, there's something different about this place. I don't know what it is, but it's different. And then when they leave, we always, we know exactly what that is. Jesus Christ is throughout this entire place. And that's what you're experiencing. You're experiencing the love of God because he first loved us and that's who we are foundationally. And you better be experiencing that or otherwise we're not doing what we're first called to do. So we bring homeschool children in as well. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our Lutheran schools will offer one or two courses for families that are homeschooling sure. and might be a might be a foreign language class, a world language class, or it could be physical education or something else. Yeah. That is That happens a lot with our schools. Lutheran identity, yes, absolutely. Not only religion class and chapels, so our schools will have chapels. Mm-hmm. Some will have it daily, some once a week. Religion class happens daily, but it's also integrating the faith throughout the curriculum. You will not just experience our faith in religion class or in chapel. Mm-hmm. You experience it through everything that happens at our Lutheran school. Science class, math class. That's excellent. God is revealed mm-hmm. in everything. Extracurricular activities. You know, you go to a game, you'll see our teams pray before the game and after the drama events, productions, you'll see them pray before and after, you know, the same thing. It is integrated throughout our, our identity is who we are mm-hmm. as a Lutheran school. Before we get to the lightning round, which Jordan just pointed out, when when we, <laughs> intru- when we introduce someone in a new capacity, sometimes we subject, I mean, include the, the lightning round for them to help <laughs> oh. introduce them to our listeners. Before we get to that, though, anything that you think is important for parents to know about Lutheran schools today, what what yeah. what do you really want parents to know about LCMS schools? So again, our LCMS school is Christ-centered educational ministries of excellence. So we have high expectations of everything that we do in and out of the classroom. And again, that's always a mark, right? Because we never truly achieve excellence. We're always striving for it. We also know that we stumble. We're all Christians. Every teacher, every administrator, every student, we're sinful beings that we know. You're in an environment where that is known, acknowledged, and the gospel message is proclaimed knowing that you are a child of God saved because of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us on the cross. And that gets proclaimed constantly. It's about relationships. You know, our students, when we do accreditation visits, all the time when students are interviewed, when parents are interviewed in the different sessions, they'll say, well, it's a family here. It is a family. We're a great big family because we have those relationships with students. We have it with parents. We have it with one another as educators and administrators. We are his community doing his work. We collaborate with one another and we collaborate in the great broad sense of things of being 21,000 educators plus 160,000 students plus in 1,855 schools 
and growing. We have right now, as I walked over here, we just got a couple of letters in the mail from congregations who are seeking to have a Lutheran school start. Mm. We have several of our elementary schools looking to start high schools. We're growing. We're growing because of our Lutheran identity. We're growing because of the relationships that we have, the community that we built, the family that we are, and the fact that we are Christ-centered educational ministries of excellence. I want to get to lightning round. We'll get to that in just a second. You mentioned one of the thing Lutherans, the congregations, LCMS congregations wanting to start a Lutheran school. What do they do if they want to start a school? The best thing that they can do is contact LCMS School Ministry, send an email to me or just to our school ministry email box. Send it to me, alan.freeman at lcms.org. Ooh, he outed his own email, everybody. I, I did. That is, that is frightening, right? Oh, we're, we're always there to communicate with. That's you great. Know, we want to hear from people, for the case may be. We still yeah. want to hear. And we will conduct what's called a Genesis study. And the Genesis study will help the congregation to see, is it a good time to start a school? Do you have the students available to start a school? What do the demographics look like? What do the finances look like? What about your facilities? We'll walk you through the whole entire process and then get you to a point where we sit down with you and say, now what? Mm -hmm. You know, given all this information, are you still prayerfully ready to start a school? Or do you say, "Mm, timing's probably not right. These signs look like maybe we Mm. should wait a while. So let's revisit this at a later date. We go both ways, right? And then they say, we, we are, we're in. All signs are pointing to starting a school. We think demographics, the finance components, everything tends to be in place. The foundation is there. Then we'll also walk you through the next step. Okay, now let's do all the operational procedures. Let's talk about enrollment and marketing and the finances and lead you through developing a business plan and a budget for the school and ordering textbooks and handbooks that you have to have, employee handbooks and parent student handbooks, all these fun things that are components of having a, so it's a two-parter, you know, taking you up to that point. Do you want to start it? Does it look like you should be starting a school? And if so, let's go to part two and then let's make everything happen. All right. Jordan and I have a series of questions called lightning round. They come rapid fire. I love a lightning round. We'll just alternate back and forth. Jordan, you want to start? Sure. These are favorites, by the way. So (laughs) I'll see what I can do. Lightning round question number one, your favorite cuisine. I've got to go with seafood, you know, Mm, being in. That's broad. Well, so being in Maryland for so long, (laughs) Mm -hmm. crab cakes, there's nothing like a Maryland crab cake. Okay. But growing up in Nebraska, I always liked the best of both worlds too. So if you give me a steak and I can't just have one crab cake. I mm. have at least two. So surf and turf. Two crab cakes and a big steak. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Mm. That's what we're having at the end of this, right? Didn't you say that this was Yeah, did you smell it? That's right. I did, yes. That's great. All right. Uh, everyone, a favorite book, and we all assume everyone's favorite is the Bible, in addition to the Bible. Yes. So, you know, I'll give you a couple that I, I really uh, go to, and one is John Adams by David McCullough. Mm. And anything that he writes, I mean, are awesome. But John Adams, I think, is just great. And I'm also uh, Closed Chamber by Lazarus, which details the United States Supreme Court came out, I think, in 98 and was really the first time that outside world got a glimpse of the U.S. Supreme Court. I used to use that book in my advanced American government class to teach about the United States Supreme Court. Nice. And I, I think it's just fascinating. It goes back to my... You said 98? 
I think it was 98. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. <laughs> That's no. the first time. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it had been opened yeah, up. That's the wow. first time that you really got a behind-the-scenes glimpse. Huh. And now, you know, today with the whole Roe v. Wade controversy of the, mm-hmm. the case being released before the actual decision came at book, I, I revisited a little bit because, you know, it's just yeah. very insightful to see the behind-the-scenes of how it works at the very script. Very cool. Number three, favorite movie. Ooh, favorite movie. Well, you know, I'm always a big Casablanca fan, especially tomorrow, you know, Valentine's Day coming up. And Casablanca is great. Airplane, I quote all the time. Uh, so that's, I don't necessarily <laughs> recommend watching that one, but definitely a great movie. Star Wars, I catch all the time. All right, favorite dessert or ice cream, or if ice cream is your favorite dessert, I mean, you can uh, really zero in on that. Well, I, I thought the answer to this question was just simply yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream and dessert, any any kind of them. Give me a cherry pie with a vanilla ice cream on top. And mm. that's okay. Good that's ending very to a steak answer. and two crab cakes. There you go. Gotcha. You don't put crab cakes on your pie, though. I'll put crab cakes on anything. <laughs> <laughs> he said it here, folks. <laughs> Favorite vacation destination? Yeah, you know, this sounds off like I'm outing all of my password protected <laughs> items here, doesn't it? So my, Not at all. My, my favorite vacation, I love to go to Paris. My wife and I went to Paris on our honeymoon. We went a few times after that. We have not been there for an awful long, just a, in a great spot. Love going there. Cool. Okay, so you've been in St. Louis for a little bit, for a minute or so. Fa- yeah. Favorite St. <laughs> Louis thing? Well, I love going down to the art museum and the zoo and hitting them both on the same day. Oh, yeah. And especially in July, I really like to go to the penguins at the zoo and just hide out in there for a very long time. (laughs) Yep. Yes. And you like crab cakes, so the fishy smell probably doesn't bother you. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I jump right in with the penguins and we share a little. Exactly. Share body heat. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. They have to shoo me out in July. That's hilarious. All right, this is Sarah's favorite question. <laughs> favorite office supply? A putter and golf balls. Oh. <laughs> is that office supply? You can be. as office supplies. <laughs> like the little how, rollout Absolutely. The putter thing? You okay. To, you know, practice and get your game in. That's a first, right? That is. Okay. You win. <laughs> him. Oh, gosh. Favorite him? I, I got to say, I know that my Redeemer loves. And I say that because it was my father's favorite him. And we sang that at his funeral, and it always resonates with me as well. I think just, you know, how great is it? Good choice. Now we all have to sing it. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'll leave that for the two of you. This one is difficult for some, but (laughs) favorite. Narrow it down. Bible verse. Actually, it's. And it can change. Well, it's not difficult for me. (laughs) And I've kept this the same because it's my confirmation verse. Okay. John 3 16. And. Growing up, always seeing the guy in the crowd at sporting events with the John 316 <laughs> sign and the, the crazy hair and everything else. And, uh-huh. and I thought, you know, yeah, not only does it resonate with me at that point in time, it still does today. I mean, God gave his one and only son. How amazing. And to see somebody always out there. And I, I think the guy standing in the crowd resonates as well that we should be proclaiming that anywhere and everywhere at all times and have the ability to do so. That's what we're mm-hmm. called to do. And he died for that guy in the crowd and for everyone else too. For all of us, <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, people, the camera would pick him up and people yeah. would always say, oh, there's that crazy guy again. And and uh, we all should be so crazy to proclaim him anywhere and everywhere at all times. And I think the older I get, the more that verse does resonate, the more that guy resonates as well, that we're out there saying that, proclaiming that. 
Speaking of sports, thanks for being a good sport and entertaining <laughs> the lightning round with us. Our guest today, Dr. Al Freeman, director of LCMS School Ministry. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thank you. I appreciate both of you and the work that you do. Blessings. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Jordan Harms. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.